welcome to Books, Books and More Books. I'm Maddie and this is the podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be sorting Shadowhunters into Hogwarts houses, giving you five fast facts, talking about my favourite genres and more. Before we get into things, I've got a couple of announcements, which has to do with why I didn't post a podcast last week. So, big deal time. (laughs) Basically, I think there's probably maybe, I think about 3% of people that listen to my podcast are based in the UK. Apparently, according to my an- analytics, analytics, I analytics, yes, yeah, definitely analytics. I don't know. Anyway, apparently about 3% of you are British listeners, but the reason why I didn't post a podcast last week is because I was busy setting up a business. So, my business, Recycled Reads, is a business. Basically, it's a subscription service that delivers three used young adult teen fiction books to your door every single month for just £10. It's literally just £10. You don't have to pay for postage or anything. You just get three books, they show up, you pay a tenner a month. Right now, we are in the pre-launch stage of the whole thing, which is quite exciting. Boxes are hoping to ship out in September. They probably will ship out in September, the way things are going at the moment. So, if you'd like to get your hands on a book box, head over to recycledreads.co.uk because right now, if you sign up during the pre-launch, you get a book free, which means you get four books instead of three books in your first box, which is pretty cool, I think. And also, if you sign up for three, six or twelve months, you get extra free books. So it's free books for everyone. But yeah, Recycled Reads, the aim is to just help the planet a bit because every year in the US alone, 320 million books are thrown away. I want to do something about that over here in the UK. So I set up Recycled Reads, you're going to get all these used books and they're going to be lovely and, you know, you're going to have this nice arrival of books every single month, which is really cool. You can sign up for one month or three months or six months or 12 months. But yeah. If it's something you fancy, take a look at recycledreads.co.uk or you can look at my Instagram at recycledreadsbox. Without further ado, I think it's probably time we move on to the main podcast, but that's why I wasn't here last week. I've got a really nice long list of shadow hunters that I want to sort into Hogwarts houses. And I think I'm probably going to start with Clary because, you know, she was like the jumping off point for the series. Everyone knows who Clary is if you've read anything about it. So Clary is kind of difficult because she's brave, but she's kind of caring. She's creative. She's kind of got like a lot of different traits. But I think I definitely rule her out from Slytherin because she isn't really that cunning and she's not particularly ambitious. She's also got a bit of a habit of jumping into situations unprepared. I'm also not sure that she's Ravenclaw either, because even though she's creative, I don't think, you know, it becomes more of a background thing. I also have to say that Clary isn't really that smart. I'm going to say that now. (laughs) But she becomes much more headstrong as the books progress. I think that becomes more of her dominant trait, like she jumps into these things, she does these things, she's like this warrior person. So Hufflepuff... And Gryffindor is kind of a difficult choice because although she's very headstrong, she's also kind of quite down-to-earthy. You know, it's just... 
she's also a bit chivalrous in some ways like you know she puts other people before her and i think for now i'm gonna put her in gryffindor because of how much she fights and stands up for herself and what she believes in and she sacrifices things for the good of the world you know i think she gets that as the series progresses so i think she belongs in gryffindor really next up let's just go with jace because it makes sense to go from clary to jace doesn't it at first i thought jace would be like obvious gryffindor definitely but then i was like wait wait he's kind of slithery in a lot of ways because he's cunning and he knows how to manipulate and persuade people and someone's doing diy right outside my window right now so if that's what you could hear i'm so sorry <laughs> you know not very relaxing but anyway yeah he's kind of charismatic big perfectionist he's definitely got ambitions and he is kind of he's quite a lot more level-headed and pensive than most gryffindors would be so i think i think we're going to put him into slytherin now let's just take a look at magnus magnus bane the best warlock ever magnus is just so cool like he's incredibly cool like i want to be best friends with magnus you know what i mean like he would just be the best best friend but anyway i think he's a ravenclaw because he's you know he's just so eccentric he's also creative like he made a portal with henry he invented the portal in the infernal devices like uh, creativity 101 and although he sometimes seems like a simple party goer you know a bit flamboyant and everything i think he's got pretty pretty smart brains in there and i think you know Almost every shadow hunter we've ever met in these books would be dead if it wasn't for Magnus. So he's kind of important. <laughs> so then we're going to go on to Will Herondale from the Infernal Devices. I realise I haven't really said that. Basically, Clary Frey and Jace Wayland Herondale Fairchild, whatever his name is. He's not a Fairchild at any point, is he? I'm not sure, but they're from the Mortal Instruments and Magnus is from all of them. But anyways, well, I think... On the surface, I see as a Ravenclaw because he's smart and, you know, smart. <laughs> but then looking further into it, he's like really loyal and brave. He's also very chivalrous. However, he does love books. Like, not that every bookworm is a Ravenclaw, obviously. But I think his protectiveness and bravery does put him in Gryffindor. And, you know, his, like, chivalrous gentlemanly stuff that he does is, you know, another kind of Graven, Gravenclaw, I can't speak, another kind of Gryffindor thing. So I think that's what I'm going to go for. Maybe. So I'm going to go for Tessa now. She's kind of difficult. Tessa's also from the Infernal Devices, just quickly. Um, I don't think she's Slytherin because she's quite compassionate. She's, she's really quite smart, you know, she works in the spiral labyrinth now with all the like super smart warlocks. She loves books, but then she also loves other people and is really brave. So she could kind of go in any of the three and not really feel out of place. But I think because she's so brave and loving and has so much nerve, I'm going to put her in Gryffindor. Very closely followed by Ravenclaw, which makes me sad because I want her in my Ravenclaw. But I'm going to put her in Gryffindor because that is my judgment. <laughs> then I'm going to put Jem Carstairs in, you know, fitting to complete the trio. So he's also from the Infernal Devices. And in my opinion, he's an obvious Hufflepuff. Like, yeah, he's brave. 
but his need to help others and loves them makes him a Hufflepuff. You know, the reason why he is brave is to help other people. So he's definitely a Hufflepuff to me. Definitely, for sure. Then we've got Emma Blackthorn. She's not Blackthorn. Sorry, my words have escaped me today. Anyway, Emma Carstairs from The Dark Artifices. She's pretty cool. She's very fierce. And although, you know, Clary likens her to Jace, I think she leans more towards Jace's Gryffindor traits because she's so brave. And so, you know, she's so devoted towards the Blackthorns, like she'd lay down her lives for those people. And she is so devoted to protecting them that it would break her to know if she, you know, if she hadn't done her job properly. There's definitely some Hufflepuff elements to her in there, but I think her bravery and love of battle is definitely going to put her in Gryffindor for me. Probably. Okay, now Julian. Hmm. He's also from the Dark Artifices, Julian Blackthorn. He is actually a Blackthorn this time. This guy kind of seems like a Hufflepuff, like definitely. But there are definitely some elements of every other house within his personality. Like he's really brave, he's really smart, and he's also pretty ambitious. So he does want to protect his family all the time as well. And I think he's more inclined to being a Hufflepuff, but I think he could probably equally be a Gryffindor because they kind of, to be honest, people say that like Hufflepuff and Gryffindor are very different, but I think they're actually really quite similar. Like they're probably Gryffindor to Hufflepuff is what Ravenclaw is to Slytherin. You know, I think that's how the houses link to me. I think Gryffindor and Hufflepuff are very close. So now we're going to have a look at Cordelia Carstairs from Chain of Gold. So spoilers, possibly, if you haven't read it. There's not really spoilery spoilers, but go read it anyway, because it's amazing. Anyway, Cordelia is definitely a born Gryffindor. She fights for what she believes in. She's very headstrong. And although she is kind of compassionate sometimes, she f is just, she's daring. She'll throw herself into a portal to save the love of her life if needs be, you know, just the usual. And for that reason, she's going to be a Gryffindor. Then we've got James Herondale from Chain of Gold. It's kind of interesting because in a lot of ways he could comfortably fit into Ravenclaw because he's quite smart and witty. But he's also very like a Slytherin. He's cunning and ambitious and knows what he wants. He's also a pretty good schemer and also looks out for his friends. And, you know, the whole shadow mist thing where he can turn into shadows seems pretty cool. And that's kind of Slytherin-y, isn't it? Slytherin-esque, that kind of thing. Then we're going to go with um, Lucy Herondale from Chain of Gold. My words are escaping again. You know, you ever get it where your words just run away, just run. And you just can't catch them because you're unfit because you read books rather than go running. Yeah, me too. Anyways. Lucy's definitely a Ravenclaw, although she's brave, you know, she's smart and creative and possibly a little bit eccentric when plans take her, you know. Oh, just raise the dead out the river, that's fine. I know it was an accident, but you know what I mean. And also, you know, I want her in my Hogwarts house, she's just like really cool. So just for a little bonus, I want to throw Anna Lightwood in here because I put her in all of my Shadowhunter sorting, as you probably know. Um, But yeah, Anna, if we're talking about Chain of Gold, Anna's going in the podcast, basically. <laughs> so Anna is a Gryffindor to me, but not for obvious reasons. There are several things that point her to being a Ravenclaw, that she's witty, she's eccentric, she's also quite wise and, you know, she's got some street smarts about her. However, I feel that her confidence in herself is a very Gryffindor trait. I really respect her for doing the non-conventional thing and 
owning it. She realised that she just needs to embrace herself and she absolutely seems so relaxed with herself when she puts on her brother's clothes. And I think that's such a Gryffindor thing to do to have that much bravery because in Edwardian times that wasn't, obviously it wasn't normal to have a girl wearing trousers. Like people would think that was seriously weird. And so I admire her so much for that. And for that reason, I think she's a Gryffindor because she's so brave. And you know, that section was one of my favorite sections to read. But yeah, I think they're they're pretty much, that's kind of, yeah, sorting Shadowhunters characters. <laughs> now we're gonna talk about my favorite genre because it's the topic that I think a lot of people talk about and I think about it a lot but I always come to the same answer because I love fantasy. Sorry that was so weird. Anyway, it's fantasy is just such a broad term which is why I love it so much because it could be anything from zombies living in a very real place to some amazing new species of people that live in a completely made up world. Basically, fantasy is up to you. Having a genre this broad really just allows you to pick and choose what you want to read while still knowing that you'll enjoy it. Fantasy, you know, it also allows me to escape from the real world. You know, I have problems facing the real world sometimes. It all gets a bit scary, a bit overwhelming, a little bit crazy. So fantasy really helps to calm my mind and just take it somewhere else rather than me focusing on the same wheel of anxiety over and over again. I think if you are a thinking person or you have anxiety, you'll probably know what I'm going on about for a while, where you just need to escape. And fantasy does that really nicely for me because it's something I really do enjoy doing, you know? It's like um, people really enjoy colouring or mindfulness, I don't really get that. It's reading for me, just takes it all away. <laughs> and I love that I can live in someone else's story for a while. You know, when my own story is just too hectic or I don't like my story, I just open a book and it's like, oh, I'm Clary now, oh, I'm Harry now, you know? It's just really nice. And just half an hour in somebody else's mind can make so much difference to my mood. If I pick up a book and I just read about this, you know, this entirely different race of people that are like magic. I, <laughs> it's just, it can change my day completely. And there's got to be people that understand that and I appreciate that other people read different genres for the same reason but I think because fantasy is so escapist it just really does what I need it to I think it just takes me away. <laughs> but yeah I can't live without reading and fantasy makes reading so much more interesting. Like who doesn't want to read about magic or demons or dragons like that's that's so cool yeah. Do you get that? But anyway, that just about wraps up this episode of Books, Books and More Books. I sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode and would love for you to tune in next week for more bookish things. If you have any questions, opinions, book recommendations or you want to chat books, leave a message on my Instagram at bookishbabblers. And if you want to keep tabs on what I'm reading and a healthy dose of book photography in your feed, photography in your feed then why not just follow me? Also, 
my business, just a quick reminder, you know, that's a thing now, it's a bit crazy, but I love it. And I'm so glad that the response I've had has been so positive for it. So if it's something you're interested in, just just go check it out at recycledreads.co.uk and it is at recycledreadsbox on Instagram. But that's all for now, I will see you later, goodbye!